Hey guys, I'm Marianne. And I'm Nina. Welcome to the Pink Champagne Combos podcast. We're so happy you're here. We're two girls who are neighbors and became best friends. We recently moved across the country to Texas and Tennessee. Join us for chill conversations about life, friendships, relationships, and more. So let's fill the champagne and get this party started. Welcome back, guys. So excited to have you guys here. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about how we both moved from California to Texas and Tennessee. Um, We have a lot of tips, tricks, and do's and don'ts. (laughs) A lot of do's and don'ts and lessons, but also some good things. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, it's it's been a good thing. Um, and how to stay friends like over you know long distance and moving yep. and all that good stuff. Yep, it is um, possible. Yes, it is possible. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just go ahead and dive right in. Um, but actually, before we do, we're going to talk about uh one thing we're each loving right now. So go ahead, Nina. Okay. Um, one thing I'm loving right now is the show Grace Anatomy, <laughs> <laughs> and I know it has been on for what seems like. Five, I think it actually has been on for five plus years. When did it air? I have no idea, but that would be really interesting. You should look that up. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> it has been on for probably at least seven plus years. 2005. And 2005. Oh, wow. my God. That's, That's crazy. But yeah. I'm still loving it. I always put it on while I'm doing my 12, 330 workout at the gym. If you don't know about that, oh. that's on a 12 incline. Green speed for 30 minutes. And um I've been doing that. And it's someone off of YouTube. She actually created it. Um, I'm blanking on her name right now, but she we'll link it, it in the show notes. Yes, we'll link it in the show notes. She does this 12 3 30 workout. And so I just put on Grey's Anatomy while I'm watching it. And even wow. though it's probably the same storyline every single episode, there's always like some huge tragedy. But I'm still hooked. I'm still into who Meredith Gray is gonna end up with. So <laughs> Hopefully maybe you guys, one day. maybe one day, hopefully you guys, um, that wasn't a spoiler for you guys, but <laughs> I'm still into it. So that's what I'm loving right now. I love that. And you just started it like what last year, like you were late to the Grey's yes. Anatomy game. Oh yeah. I was really late to it. But what I would do is when I was getting ready in the morning, I'd put mm-hmm. it on, I'd put it on while I was working. I was obsessed. <laughs> and now I finally have caught up to the current season. And I will say it is going to get it a little redundant, but mm-hmm. now I just have to, f- now I just want to know what actually like happens at the end. I assume they're eventually yeah. going to end it, but now I'm yeah. fully invested. So I just got to keep going. <laughs> yeah. You and everybody else who's still watching. I yes. stopped, but me, me and the hand- maybe me and the handful of people that are still watching. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, well, on the note of, I guess, TV, I am super into Welcome to Plathville. Um, it's about this family uh, who lives in Georgia and they have like very conservative uh, like lifestyle and values and um, the kids grow up and, you know, they become their own people and um, kind of just go out into the world. And so it's super fun to see it through their perspective and it's crazy and it's really good, actually. So if it's you guys dramatic. Watched it, it is. I and mean, I, yeah, I'm not as caught up it. as you. I, yeah, I yeah. definitely need to binge it, but it is pretty dramatic. Yeah, I you need to catch up because I want to talk to you about it, but I can't. <laughs> There's so. so many shows. I'm trying to catch up on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. And if for those who are curious about Welcome to Plathville, I think it's on Discovery Plus. Um, that's I think where I'm watching it. So yeah, feel free to check that out. And yeah, I think Grace is what on Netflix or live? It's on Netflix. I mean, they just put out the current season on Netflix, but oh. they just renewed for another season. I don't know what they're gonna it's talk never about. gonna end. It's never it's never gonna, gonna end. end. Um, but I'm I'm here for it. I'm ready for it. It's it's a good show to watch while you're working out on the treadmill so i'm okay yeah, with it <laughs> exactly um yeah 10 year anniversary in, in 2025 crazy <laughs> right <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay cool well yeah today we're talking about moving um not we basically moved like what over a thousand miles away mm -hmm. from california we I, I moved halfway across the country to texas and nina moved to tennessee yeah um yeah, I I don't even know where to start. It was kind of like we blinked and then it happened. Yes. Um, but I'll go ahead really and quick. yeah, I'll, I'll let you dive in into to your experience since you technically moved first. <laughs> technically a month apart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my um, so my uncle has lived in Tennessee for a while, and I remember my family and I visited probably a couple years ago, and we came back and we were like, heck no, there's no <laughs> way we're moving to Tennessee, not our speed, California forever, beaches, yeah. California lifestyle, That that's it for us. The weather. Our lives. The weather. Yeah, you always talk about the weather in California. <laughs> and um, we ended up visiting in, I want to say in 2020. Mm -hmm. um, and we just decided just to visit because we felt I think for me and my family we felt like a stir and just like a need for change, almost like we were approaching another season and we didn't really know what that meant. Yeah. Um, and so I, we actually were in Napa when I got this call, <laughs> but my mom calls me and she's like, Hey, I just want to let you know, like me, your dad and sister are just going to go visit Tennessee and we're just going to kind of see like what it's like over there. And you're welcome to come with if you want, you know, and just let me know and I'll book a flight. And I was like, sure, why not? I don't have yeah. anything else. Free and trip. Yeah, free trip. Why not? And so we ended up visiting Tennessee and I honestly fell in love with it. I mm. specifically Nashville area and just the way that people were so inviting and warm, the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. um, I love that everyone loves God here. It mm. very much speaks to my values. Um, and by the end of the trip, my parents were like, I think we're going to move here. They ended up mm -hmm. putting a deposit on a home and yeah. it was very quick. And this was in June of 2020. And um, my parents never pressured me to move with them. I was more so like, let me pray on it. Let me see if this is what God wants me to do. Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time in prayer, asked God, Lord, is this what you want me to do? Do you want me to make this jump? Um, living in California my whole life, I like never thought I would ever move out of California. Yeah. Um, and it ended up that I just I felt God really tell me go like mm. this is the season I'm putting you in. And I was going through a really hard time in my life. And I felt like God told me like you can't heal where there was so much pain. Mm. And where we live, there's just a lot of pain that I've endured there. And so I really felt like this next season was a season of healing. And mm. So I was like, shoot, I'm coming with you guys. You guys are moving. I'm coming with. Um, and so my mom put her house on the market. I put in my notice at my apartment and we were gone by October 1st. Yeah, and that was so quick. Three it months. Was, it was so quick. And I remember coming back in June and telling you like, 
hey, like I'm actually considering moving to Tennessee. And yeah. I mean, I would tell people and they're like, no, you're not. You're not serious. And I'm like, no, I, I actually am serious. And I'm actually thinking of making the jump. So yeah, it happened really quickly. But I was, I knew that God told me, I knew what God told me and I followed that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be disobedient to God. I wouldn't have done something if I didn't feel like it was what I needed to do in the next season, what God has told me to. So yeah. Yeah. So it happened quickly. I moved in November and then you moved very soon after. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all, I'm curious what changed like from that one time you visited and you were like, heck no, like California for life to then mm-hmm. fast forward, you know, your, your visit thereafter. What, what was different? Like, it sounds like you just had like a totally different lens or approach to it. Yeah. I think I was also more open Mm. Um, I was a little bit more closed off when we first visited. Also, the culture was very different. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the South. Mm-hmm. Um, when we visited a couple years ago, there wasn't a lot of people moving from California or moving from different states here. It wasn't yeah. as diverse. It didn't feel um, – and it may just have been because it wasn't our right time to move. Yeah. But when I visited that next time, there was a lot of diversity. There was a lot of people welcoming. And then there also was um, – a lot of confirmation from God mm-hmm. in little instances. And I remember praying before we got to Tennessee, I said, God, if this is where you want me to be, mm-hmm. make it very clear. <laughs> like yeah. I need, I need signs. I need clarity. And it was so many instances that we can't get into, but so many instances and random connections that we made that was so evident that it wasn't a coincidence. It was from yeah. God. Yeah. Um, and so I felt that confirmation in my heart. And I think it was because I felt a stir in my heart that it was this next season versus three, four years ago. I didn't feel that. I don't think it was my time yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was like the big major difference. Yeah. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. Um, I think we had talked about like the word birth bef- mm-hmm. when we were moving. Oh, my we were, like Like birthing pain yes. and like new life. But with that, like, you know, there's a, a – period where, you know, whatever is brewing or cooking or, you know, developing, it takes some time. But, you know, once that time to deliver for lack of better words, like arrives, like it's quick, right? So that's literally what it felt like, like, oh, shoot, like we got to go, like it's happening, like, you know, grab what you need to, like, there's only so much preparing you can do. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you just need to jump in, not in a reckless way, but just like, like you're saying, like God confirmed, you're obedient and you go. Yeah. And I will say too, um, another confirmation is things happen so smoothly. Mm. Um, I made it very clear to God, like, Lord, if, if this is not the thing you want me to do, because I wanted to make sure I wasn't running from anything that I was Mm -hmm. dealing with back in California. I wanted to make sure that I was doing this in honor of God. Mm -hmm. And because it happened so smoothly, because I got so many confirmations, I was like, this is what I need to do. And I just need to do it. And I just need to rip the bandaid off. And I mean, we can, we'll get into this later in the episode, but I mean, of course it was not always easy. Like emotions are there. Grief is there. I mean, it was not an easy transition, but the confirmation and the open doors that happened. I mean, even when we got here to Tennessee, we continually got confirmation. I continually got confirmation. Um, and it was just so evident that this is where God has placed me. So, yeah. yeah. 
That's that's so good. And I'm I'm proud of you for taking that leap. Um, um, I'm proud of you. I mean, we <laughs> both did it. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, oh, it, moving is so hard, guys. Like I it's it, it was really hard. Um, I think for me, um, I had never been to Texas prior to my first visit. Um, we were actually just visiting friends and you know, people are moving all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. and we came here just like for a friend's visit. And we're like, you know what? Like, let's just look at houses. Like, you know, looking at houses are, is always fun. Like, I would do that in California. Like, yes. you know, go to open houses and just dream, right? Um, and once we, like, got here, I was like, oh, like, it isn't that bad. Like, there's all these, like, preconceived notions. Like, once you leave California, like, it's death or, like, mm-hmm. it's not the same or you're not going to have, you know, the same things or, um, you know, cultures are different and they are. Um, and we can talk about that like later, but, um, it it just was like, oh, this isn't like a whole new country. Like it's still like, there was still a lot of like similarities and things that like we liked. So I was like, okay, we had more of an open mind, like you said. Um, and then like you, you were mentioning like the confirmation, like when we were looking at houses, like we were literally here only like four or five days. We spent like three um like eight hour days just looking at houses and I was just like exhausted um I and finding a house wasn't an issue like of course any new home is beautiful really any home like you get like it's exciting it's your new home um but it was more so like how things fell into place when we Mm. came across the house we we like now live in um there is so many confirmation like confirmations there is um I don't know like I literally like heard God's voice like on the way back like to our friend's house after like we walked away from um the house we live in now and I was like God like are you sure like this is really scary like I I don't want to be reckless like this this like we just got here like I've never been in Texas before like why would I move here like I we have no family here like aside from the one like amazing friends we have here um but really like is this like this is crazy you know like this is really wild um why would we leave our comfort zone and leave everything we've ever known like why why would we do that just to have a house like why are we doing that and like he literally was like i got you it's it's mm-hmm. good um i'm preparing like a way for you is like what i feel that mm-hmm. i heard in the car and like, i drive by that place now and i it just feels funny like when i drive back like yeah. down that road because i'm like gosh like so much has happened from- yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and like you said, it, it, the moving part, like the um, just the logistics, it was so smooth. Like things just – I mean, it helped that you went first because I was like, Nina, who did you use as a mover? <laughs> you're like, you go first and then yeah. I'll go next. Yeah. Let me know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Make sure your movers didn't like steal your stuff. Yes. Um, make sure they Let didn't like – Let me know like... when you get your stuff and then we'll book them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need a reference because movers – like I've heard crazy stories of people who have moved yep. and like their stuff was stolen or it was held for ransom. And I'm like, no, that is so scary. And I mean, I don't think I have anything like crazy valuable but still it's your stuff like you like if you trust somebody with them like with your stuff then you expect for it to arrive Um, yeah so yeah I think it was it just happened so quickly um but it it was all good and all good in like God's timing so no regrets um definitely like the scariest thing I've ever done and people still ask us like oh why did you move like do you have family there like was it your jobs and we're like no like we just felt like called by God. And sometimes people don't understand that. They're like, but why? Like, 
you know, and I'm like, oh, I'll let you know what I know because God hasn't showed me yet, but yeah. it, it like, it's been so good um, in the sense that like we've grown in our marriage, we've grown um, as individuals, we've, we've mm. grown to be more independent um, mm-hmm. from our families and just being out of our comfort zone. And now I can look back and, and say, oh, I can move anywhere now. Like that mental block of like, oh, I can never leave California or where I'm from um, is completely gone. Like I can move anywhere now, specifically Hawaii, but. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys ever um, like think about moving? Like was that ever a conversation between you and your husband of, hey, I think we may eventually move out of California or when you went to Texas, you're like, let's just do it. Yeah. I mean, um, I think we've all had always talked about it. Like, you know, being from the Bay area, it's just so expensive. It's San Jose is now like what the most expensive place to live in the country. And so from that perspective, we knew that we likely would have to move if we wanted to own a home, um, specifically because it's, it's hard to, in our opinion, to have um, like two working parents and then have a family. Like we want to mm. be very involved in our children's life when we get the opportunity to be parents. And mm-hmm. so there's just like a lot of things that uh, didn't really align with our values and the lifestyle we wanted to have. And so I think that's what led us to look elsewhere. Um, and so that was one thing we literally were like, do we want, um, like financial freedom or do we want like family? And that's literally when we wrote out our pros yeah. and cons list. We're like, what, do we, what are we picking here? Um, we definitely had a list of like, okay, this is why it's good. And this is why maybe not. Um, but we knew like going into it, like what those things were. So it wasn't like, oh shoot, I didn't think about that. Like, you know, I wish I had known that before I moved. And there are things that we, I wish I would have known, but mm-hmm. I think we we knew what we were getting ourselves into. Yeah, that's really good advice too, is a pros and cons list of, mm-hmm. of you know, what's the pro of moving, what's the con of moving, and just mm-hmm. writing out a list and making it visible. Mm-hmm. That's something I did too. I put in my journal, like, what's the pro of staying, you know, in Gilroy? What's the con of staying in Gilroy? You know, what's what's the pro of just moving and just trying something new? And yeah. I mean, I noticed, I was like, there's way more pros in just moving out of California than, you know, than staying here. And yeah. so- That's a really good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're visual. Like I think for me, I'm a very visual person and sometimes I need to write it out and get out of all the things that are in my mind and just put it on paper. Yeah. No, that's so good. And especially like for us, it was between a decision between two people. Like it, you had, that was a decision for you. Obviously your family was moving, but it, it was a decision you made for yourself. So it's good. But then when you add another person to the mix, we weren't agreeing like on the things we valued most. Like I valued mm-hmm. family more and he valued financial freedom more. Not mm-hmm. that they're not, you know, you know, like they go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, but that's where we were very split because I I love my family. I see them. Yeah. I, I've been back to California five times, literally, because I I was so homesick and I miss them so much. Um, so it it was good for us to work through our, I guess, difference, different priorities. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm sure it's of course it sounds like it was oh, this easy thing of right, right no. pros and cons. And there's lots of tears. Everything, but there's a lot of tears. And yeah. like, I mean, I know, like you mentioned, there was a lot of people that were confused as to why we were moving and mm-hmm. why would you do this? That's so reckless. Like California yeah. is great. You have, you know, the beach and the great weather and everything is so amazing. You have a community here. I mean, I was raised in the Bay Area and mm-hmm. so I never imagined moving out. But I think 
you know, when you hear from God, you just have to be like, I have to be obedient to him. And it's not mm-hmm. always going to make sense to others. And that's okay. And yeah. not being you, afraid of what they think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You And it's hard because I'm, I'm, I tend to really value people's opinions a mm-hmm. lot and I value what they say. And so yeah. it was really hard for me sometimes to be like, okay, Lord, I'm really trusting you with this. I hope I heard you right because <laughs> there's a lot of people asking me why I'm doing this and, yeah. you know, is this the right thing? Because in reality, you look at it and you're like, that's so reckless. Why would you leave everything to go to a state that you have no idea who's there? You have no you have no community, especially yeah. for you. You didn't even have family right. or you had one friend there and mm-hmm. you didn't have a community. I had my uncle, but, you know, it was still very fresh and new. And right. You know, it's just kind of like you have to lean into God and trust him. And it's not easy. Like we say, trust in God, but it's it's not always easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you you definitely like doubt yourself. You're like, oh, for real? Like, you sure? Yeah. And you're like, can I have one more sign, please? Just yeah. One can more. you one more sign? Just yeah. More. And then when you make the decision, you go back and forth of, oh, yeah. shoot, I just made this decision. Did I make the right thing? No, no, no. I did do the right thing. You continually go back and forth with your emotions. And it's kind of like you just have to ride the wave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even though you're like, great, there's like another wave coming and I might drown, but that's okay. Yeah. I actually, something I did is when I felt there was so many confirmations. I mean, I am huge with journaling. Like mm-hmm. I have been through so many journals because I feel like that's the best way to really reflect and go back on. And so after we came back from Tennessee, I actually wrote down every single thing that God confirmed to me about. Mm-hmm. And the coincidences that were not coincidences, but from God yeah. um, of those things. And so when I would doubt, I would go back to that and be like, okay, yeah, God confirmed this, this, and this when, mm-hmm. when I was in Tennessee, like, that's okay. I know this is from God because I can tend to go to, what if I heard him wrong and what if I'm doing the wrong thing? So it's good to write that down and refer back to it. So that's something I would suggest if you're ever thinking, of making a jump, whether it's moving to a different state, or even if it's just like switching jobs, like something Mm -hmm. as, as small as that, or moving to a different town in your same state, like asking God to put confirmation and then writing it down or reflecting on it. Yeah, exactly. And, and even then, like, and then, like you said, reflecting and then holding that as your truth, because it can be so easy to let like other people influence your decision making and their fears become your fears. Yes. Um, and and that's like a hard to carry. Um, and then like I said, that can ultimately influence you if if you don't mm-hmm. have like a good, you know, foundation in what mm-hmm. you're believing in. So I think journaling is a great resource for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it was great that God opened doors and confirmed multiple times. Um, but I know for you, like the process <laughs> moving, like especially the house process was complicated because you bought a home I'm Mm -hmm. renting still but you bought a home and that's a whole other journey (laughs) yeah yeah um we can we can definitely have a podcast on how to buy a house because we did not learn that in school we definitely should be teaching people how to buy a home because yes it was it was crazy like you can read about it and then you go through it and you're like what does this mean there's so many papers like I'm signing my life away um but yeah I think it was crazy everything like worked out so seamlessly except when we like were about to like sign for the house and Mm. we literally like we were having such a good day and we were so excited and um we had just left like the the um I don't even know if this is the right word the escrow um like office like where you sign your papers and you give them your down payment um and 
they're like, yep, we've received it. Everything's good. Like you, you should have the keys to your house in about an hour or so. We'll call like the, the developer and we'll tell them, you know, that the house is yours and they'll give you the key and, you know, feel free to start making your way over there. Um, and congratulations. And we were like, oh my gosh, we bought a house. We're taking pictures and everything's <laughs> so good. And it, it was so good. It was like amazing. It was like something we'll obviously never forget. Um, and, you know, emotions were running high and it was good. And we were on our way to go to uh, like a celebratory lunch. And then my husband gets a call and they're like, hey, so um, did you send us your like down payment? And we're like, yeah. And they're like, um, well, we haven't gotten it. So we're retracting the like key release. Um, you can't like the house isn't yours until we get the down payment. So get it to us ASAP. And I'm like, um, but you had said that, um, you had gotten it. What'd you yeah. say? Yeah. And I'm like, um, so where's our money? <laughs> yeah. Money. Where's that money? Yeah. I was like, you said. <laughs> Not in my bank can... account. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, so where is it? And they're like, okay, well, you need to call your bank. And so we're literally on the phone with like our bank and um, we're waiting and, you know, we're waiting and waiting and I'm driving and at this point I'm freaking out and then we're hitting traffic and Michael's on the phone and then he gets transferred from one department to another and i'm the our real estate agent like was waiting for us inside the, for the restaurant and we're like we're so sorry like we're on the phone and this is what happened because we had driven separate cars um and he was like oh my gosh so he was like advocating on our behalf calling the the people like how did this happen like this is very irresponsible on your end it's a terrible experience for my clients blah blah um, and then I was literally spiraling because I was like, is this our sign that we should be moving and everything's yeah. in motion? And like, oh my gosh, like, should I, should I not move? Like, is this the sign? Like the, the right before you, like I signed the dotted line, but is this maybe God's way of like intervening and saying, don't move? Like, it's so hard in that moment when your, your fears and your emotions are running mm -hmm. so like wildly that you don't know if like you are making the right decision or not. And then it almost felt like now that I'm talking about it, it almost felt like the enemy was trying to rob us of that mm -hmm. experience. Um, mm -hmm. And I know people are always like, oh, it was the enemy. But like for real, like they're like just how like things worked out. Like I literally felt like a, a rob of like our joy in that moment. Um, but then, of course, it all worked out. Michael, um, it, it just like they needed to confirm our bank needed to confirm that we were making that transfer because it was like a large sum. Um, and Michael was like, yes, I'm confirming. And then we called them back and they're like, oh, okay, well, thank you so much. We got the money. The house is yours. The key's ready. And we're like, okay, cool. Like that was a crazy couple hours. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I'm really stressed now. It's like not even noon. I'm exhausted. My emotions are like drained. I don't even know if I'm excited to have a house anymore because yeah. you've just been like going through the ringer because it's new, it's new experience. And so, um, it literally, it, it felt very overwhelming. And, but again, I, I really think it was just like the enemy's tactic of like trying to steal our joy mm -hmm. because it was now looking back, it's like such a small blip, but in the moment it felt like the world was falling apart. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it was crazy. That's yeah. It, it's funny. You even say like about the enemy stealing your joy. Like I was listening this to another podcast today and it was talking about how the enemy will go to your emotions and will mm -hmm. like go and mm -hmm. target your weakness. Yes. And of course, like a big, like 
something that you're probably scared of is not being able to buy a home and thinking, Mm -hmm. okay, maybe I heard God wrong. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and I mean, I totally understand that because even though, yes, there was open doors and confirmation, it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that the enemy was still getting into your mind and making you doubt of, and I'm sure there were so many times you're like, I heard God wrong. Oh my gosh, what did Mm -hmm. we just do? We just put money into this and now we're not even supposed to be here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think you and I had talked about this too. Like, once we we did move, I was like, um, so this was a bad idea. I miss everybody. And like, yeah. I was like, I, you know, when in my time of like, when I needed to escape or, you know, just have me time, I would go to the beach or I would go hiking and mm-hmm. everything I know, like everything I find comfort in, I was away from. And so I, I needed to find, you know, my comfort in new things. Felt like, Remember how we were like the people who leave Egypt, they're like, God, we want to go back to Egypt where it's comfortable. Like yep. I'll be a slave. It's fine. Yep. I'll go back. I it's what I know. I was a slave, but you know, I knew when I was gonna get food. Yep. And it was easy. I, it was easy. Like it was comfortable. Yeah. And I literally I was like, I wanna go back to California. Like I wanna go back. I wanna go see my mom. I wanna go see my dad. Like I'll move back to our little apartment. I'll move back to just doing life the way I was doing it. It's fine. Everything's fine. I just want to go back. And Michael's like, well, we can't. We need to live here at least a year. This is what happens when you adult and you make adult decisions. You Mm -hmm. can't just run away from them. Yeah. I was like, okay. But literally, that's exactly how I felt. I was like ready to leave. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that's also something that is is big with a move with a big change like that. Although mm-hmm. new can be so exciting and fun, it also can bring up so many emotions and painful things. And I mean, I totally resonate with that because that was something I felt too. And I was, it's funny because I was like a couple months ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> and so what I was get, getting over, you were going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it was nice because we could be there for each other where I'm like, I understand the first month, first couple months is so hard. You are in a Mm -hmm. new space. You don't know where you're at. You don't have community. You're trying to involve yourself. You're trying to get out of your comfort zone. The excitement wears off. Yeah. The excitement does wear off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That first week is great until you're a month in and you're like, oh shoot, I literally know no one. I'm alone and I don't have anyone to hang out with. And especially for us, like I had you guys Mm -hmm. as my next door neighbors. And Mm -hmm. so to move into a space I don't know if you could hear that, but that was loud thunder. So I'm I sorry. heard it. That's crazy. Yeah, it was, we live it, in the South now, guys. Yeah, we live in the South. This is normal. <laughs> I've gotten used to the thunder. <laughs> so just disregard that. Um, <laughs> what I was saying is that it was comfortable. So mm-hmm. to be back in my small little town in California is easy and comfortable, but I knew that God had more for me. Mm-hmm. And that was something that I heard from God is I have more for you. And sometimes it's stepping out of your comfort zone and following what he tells you to follow. And yeah. what's funny is my really good friend, Stephanie, um, in, I want to say it was in January of 2020, she gave me a necklace and I'm wearing it right now. And um, it's it's from this uh, it's from this company where they basically pray over each necklace and um, they pray over your name and they give mm-hmm. you a word. Mm-hmm. And the word that was on the necklace that they prayed for was more. Mm. And I got that on my birthday in January from her. Aww. And I didn't know what that meant. I was like, what does more mean? Until yeah. like late, little did I know that a couple months later, there was so much more God had for me. And so I wear it every day because it's a good reminder of like, God, you Aww. have more for me. And there's yeah. more that, 
you know, is, is out of my comfort zone. And mm-hmm. so it's sometimes you just have to take that jump and just go for it. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. And you just got to like ride the wave. And I, I remember calling you sometimes and being like, girl, it's okay. Just, just, <laughs> just cry it out. Just cry it out. This is your first month. Oh, it's going to be hard. <laughs> I know. It was awful. Like in true honesty. And then I felt bad for sharing like how hard it was because then I felt like people were like, we'll see, then that's why you shouldn't have moved. And it was yeah. hard yeah. to be vulnerable with doubt. people, you know? And then I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want people to know that it's hard, but it really was. It was like one of the hardest things because it's like they say buying a house, getting married or like making a big yeah. move like that is so significant or like having your first child. Like w- these are all big milestones mm-hmm. that like are – it takes an emotional toll on you and mm-hmm. it's okay to not be okay during during yeah. those things. And it doesn't mean it's not God and it doesn't mean it's not good. Um, you can have both realities. And I think that was something I struggled with. I was like, God, like if it's good, like why is it hard? Um, and I think I we I don't know if it was you or somebody recommended that Lisa Whittle book, the the good heart or something like that. Yeah. I will get in the show notes. It's it was such a good book for me to read in that season because it was like it it's good and it can still be hard and you can still have both realities and God's right in the middle of like both circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. You can hold both of it and you can yeah. feel all of it. And I just yeah, I just remember being like, I just have to cry. You know, there's certain mm. days where I just feel like crying. And even though I didn't really want to be back in California, but it was right. comfortable. And yeah. I remember specifically coming back home from like going to a young adults at a new church and being mm-hmm. like, oh my God, like no one knows me here. This is mm. so hard. It feels like, it feels like I'm just a sore thumb, <laughs> you know, because I'm so <laughs> new like, and everyone knows everyone versus in California, my little town. It was, I already made my connections and I had my community. Like I went to high school there. I went to, you know, junior high, elementary there. Mm -hmm. And now I'm in this new town. And, you know, even though that was really hard, like I knew and I had to hold on to the promises that God gave me. Mm -hmm. And I think that was what has sustained me this whole time, especially when you make a big transit, regardless of any transition. If Mm -hmm. you're hearing from God and he's made promises to you, you have to hold on to that. Yeah, exactly. I feel like God speaks to me in a very audible way. Yeah, and oh, God's, God's my homie. So he yep. he was like, "Girl, I already told you. I told you." Yep. Yes. <laughs> God will like remind me like ten times. Be like, "Girl, I told you this. How many times?" I know. I'm like, God, just give me a sign here one more time. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I already told you. So listen to what I had to say, okay? And just trust. And that I think I just I just played that over and over again and. And it, obviously it's worked out like we are doing a lot better now. Um, and I think it's just it's normal feelings with, like you said, a big transition. Yeah. Um, and I I don't regret it. I would do it again. And I would recommend for people to definitely move out of their comfort zones. And I always say, like, you can always move back or you can always yes. you can always make changes like nothing's permanent. Um and if it doesn't work out, like that doesn't mean you're a failure or you, mm-hmm. you know, are a horrible person because you thought it would work out. Like so that's just life sometimes. And that's why you just need to have like a good support system and mm-hmm. just friends who are willing to like rally behind you, like regardless of if you made a mistake or not, or if it's good or not, or if it's hard or not, you know? Yeah. And I always think like for me, what really helped is what what is the absolute worst case scenario? Mm, worst yeah. case scenario 
all hell breaks loose and I just have to go back and live in my California yes. apartment. That's the worst. <laughs> I, t- I told our <laughs> landlord, I was like, okay, um, well, I'm, you know, I'm moving out, but if worst case, we'll be back. You just you, I, we love you. You love us. We'll be back. Just hold my spot. And she's like, you're not coming back. You're going to be fine. And I was like, okay. You're like, are bye. you sure? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you'll still have us back. She was like, you would move back. I was like, yeah. Yeah, girl, if <laughs> all hell breaks loose, I just may have to. Yeah, and you now always, I'm like, like, no. Yeah, you always have got to think of the worst case scenario. And I just remember being like, can I move back to California? Do I want to? No, ultimately, mm. I really don't. Even though it's so uncomfortable, yeah. even though this is so hard, I know what God told me. I know the connections I've made here are not coincidences. Mm-hmm. The, the confirmations that I've received are not coincidences. And Yeah. What's so amazing is like when you do walk in what God is telling you to do, doors start to open, things Mm -hmm. start to open that you just would have never imagined. Like a year ago, I just would have never imagined I would be here. Right. (laughs) Like I thought I was still going to live in my little apartment in California. (laughs) Yeah. And it takes time, right? And people need to give like grace to themselves and yeah that's good you know because now like to your point looking back I was like I don't know one like my neighbors hate me like no one's talking like and everybody was really nice like it's not that people weren't you know like I I really crave connection and so it just takes time and now like you know we hang out with our neighbors and we have made great great connections with people and you know you and your small business like you have met people and it just takes time it does. Um, you have to give yourself the grace period. And I remember telling mm-hmm. you that too. Like, you it's not going to happen overnight. Like, I'd be I was like, like I have no friends. I was like, Marion, you have been here two weeks. <laughs> like, girl, give yourself some time. And even now, like, I've had to tell myself, Nina, you you haven't even been here a year. Like, yeah. I put so much That's pressure so on myself crazy. of I need to make X, Y, Z, and I need to make all these connections. And it's like, yeah, it's okay to take time. This is completely new and fresh. And I'm mm-hmm. still, I mean, I think you and I are both still adjusting to having yeah. to live in a new space. You live somewhere. I use Google Maps your, everywhere. Yeah. Oh, same. I'm still <laughs> GPS. I still am like, how do I get to the highway? <laughs> yeah. You're like from my house. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like it's still new and it's still fresh. And so giving yourself grace and allowing that grace period and being like, Lord, you are going, you're going to tell me when it's the right time to do this. You're going to, yeah. you're going to guide me. And I think when you follow what God is wanting you to do. He's going to ordain the steps. He's going to make it clear what you need to do next. And he's Mm going to open the doors and, um, it, it just takes some time. It's not an overnight. Oh, it's not an overnight success. That's for sure. The first, I want to say like the first six months I was probably crying like at least two to three times a week. (laughs) Yeah. I, I definitely felt like very raw and very vulnerable. Um, and just very out of my element. Um, yeah. Getting a puppy was probably like a really good thing for us because mm-hmm. it's gotten out, us out of the house and meeting people. And I'm yeah. part of like a local dog Facebook group. And so um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a total dog mom now. That is so uh, cute. <laughs> <laughs> we'll also link his photo. <laughs> we'll yeah. link his Instagram. Follow him on Instagram. <laughs> he has so Instagram. cute. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, I think all that to say is we really want to encourage people to take risks, especially in your 20s. Like I think at least for us, like we've always said that like we we have taken um you know certain steps in our 20s that most 20-year-olds mm-hmm. aren't like typically on the path for. Um we're very blessed and we 
I think we've just always have had like that, that mindset, that drive, that passion to kind of want to better ourselves and, um, you know, that drive. Um, and so be bold, take risks. And if you fail, like it's okay. Um, because I, I don't regret moving at all. And it's been one of the hardest things I've ever done. Yeah. I also think too, um, I mean, this is also probably from Mama Rhonda, <laughs> my mom. We're going to talk um, about her in every episode. <laughs> She's going to get a shout out every episode. But I remember <laughs> uh, when I when I actually wanted to start my business, she mm-hmm. told me just go for it because you don't want to regret it later yes. in life. Yes. And that was so big in making big life decisions of mm-hmm. – when, of course, when I, yes, of course, when I got the confirmation from God, like I was okay. Like if my parents need to move to Tennessee and I need to stay in California and that's where God wanted me, I was okay with that. But I also thought of, am I going to regret this one day? Am I going to look back on this and think like when I'm in my fifties or sixties and think, ah, damn, I should have just taken <laughs> the risk when yeah. I was in my twenties to just try wow. Yeah, yeah. And just go and see what happens and see if God moves in any way. Yeah. And that has stuck with me because I mm-hmm. think back of if I was still in California doing the same thing, yeah. if I was just comfortable with what I was doing, I would have probably regretted it when I'm older. And so I think that's something that with any life decision to think of is if this is something that I really want to do and this is a passion of mine and I'm feeling the urge to 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 have something different in my life. I don't just think of if you're, are you going to regret it if you don't do Mm -hmm. it? Because Mm -hmm. that can change your whole perspective on things. Yeah, totally. And again, very big on hearing confirmation from God. I think it's also very obvious when you try to force things and things aren't like happening. Um, And that could just be timing. It could, you know, Mm -hmm. be a sign from God. So definitely like for me, I just try to always lean in. Um, and if I don't hear something, that's sometimes my answer. Um, yeah. The silence, even though I hate the silence, God knows. Oh, the silence. <laughs> that's a whole other episode when God <laughs> is silent. <laughs> like, can we Amazon Prime this? Thanks. Yeah, right? Yeah. And and I think when you do make those big transitions, it's very important to not do something because like, like I said, for me, I wanted to make sure I wasn't running away from something. I didn't mm-hmm. want to do move out of California to in an unhealthy way. I wanted to make sure that I was following my purpose yeah. and what God had for me and, you know, to involve God in, in every single decision. That's something I've learned is like, I need to involve God in every decision and mm-hmm. be like, Lord, if this is not for me, make it very clear, shut the door, remove mm-hmm. it from my life. Mm-hmm. And even though it may hurt, it's okay because I don't want to do anything that's not meant to be in my life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. I I agree. And it sucks when he closes the door, but yes, it sucks. But I mean, luckily we are doing much better. And yes. We're here. It will almost be for me, it will almost be a year in October. And yes. for you, November. A year, December, November. Yeah, ish, ish. Yeah, yeah. Give or take, which is so crazy. Like we have survived summer. Well, oh we're gosh. surviving. It's so hot. I mean, it's like thunder and lightning outside right now. <laughs> it rained today. I am still getting used to the weather. That has yeah. been a change. But um, hair frizz is our best friend. Hair frizz. We got that living proof spray, not mm-hmm. sponsored. <laughs> no. <laughs> living proof. Living proof 
spray for the hair is yes my go-to every single day. And we are now considering <laughs> Brazilian blowouts. <laughs> oh gosh, yes. I'm still trying to figure out. I'm like, that's my next um hair appointment for sure. Got to yeah. figure out where to go. <laughs> yeah, the humidity is real, but it also feels really good. I don't know. I kind of like it. Um, I just don't like the bugs. But yes, I mean, California definitely has its benefits. But mm-hmm. I will say, I love Southern living. It's, yeah, it's so fun. Everyone is so kind and. Right. The hospitality and the food is amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. I would have never thought you and I would both be living in the South. I mean, no. we were in California in our little tiny apartments living next to each other and very content. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But now it, it's like we've almost like flourished and we're braver and yeah. we're willing to do more, you know, like yeah. there's like I talk about this all the time, like the mental block, like, oh, I can never do that. Mm. Or, you know, what if, and now I'm like, okay, well, if it works out great, if not, then we'll move back or we'll move wherever. Like it's, yeah. it's okay. Like, um, I definitely feel like I went through a mourning phase of dying to what I, I thought grieved. my life. Yeah. I definitely grieved what I thought my life was going to look like, like mm. all the traditions, that I, you know, had growing up, like I thought my kids were going to do that. And, you know, maybe they will. And, um, you know, just going to the beach and doing the things I grew up doing, like, I was like, my kids aren't going to do that, or I can't do that anymore. And so now I'm like, I found new things that I love. Um, we do trivia night on Tuesdays at our local brewery. (laughs) We're not those people. so cute. I love that. And we like, you know, I found my favorite walking trail. Um, I've, I've just, I found a new routine that works and it, it just took time, but yeah, definitely doing a lot better than I probably was doing like even just four months ago. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you said too, about just proving yourself wrong and, and, and honestly (laughs) making a big jump like this with any decision I make, I'm like, shoot. I moved from California all the way to Tennessee. I could do a lot. Yeah, you can. Because <laughs> it does. It proves to you that you are you can do more than you think. Mm-hmm. And if, of course, like the grieving process, it's there. It is a mm-hmm. full grieving process. First, you're happy. Then you're sad. Then you're mad at yourself. Like, <laughs> why did I do? It's a whole grieving process. Yeah, it's and then you lose friends. Yeah, and I think honestly, like sometimes the hardest grief is like grieving expectations of what you mm-hmm. thought your life could be like because exactly. that was something that I had to go through when I moved here of like man I thought I was gonna have a family in California and mm-hmm. live a whole life in California and have friends right. in California and be in my same community and right. now it's completely different but you know it doesn't mean that it doesn't take away from my grief of mm-hmm. having to you know change states and having to go through that process and God is in it and he's in the midst of all of the grief and you have to walk through it in order to yeah. step into the new. I think you have to grieve the old yes. in order to step in the new. Yeah, exactly. It reminds me of that. That's the Graves to Gardens. Um, oh, yes. Song. Love, that song. <laughs> love that song. We're just going to, we won't sing for you guys, but we won't, we won't bless you with our singing. <laughs> just kidding. It's like exclusive. <laughs> it's exclusive. Maybe on a bonus episode. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. Um, so yeah, so I hope this was encouraging to you guys. Um, if you have any questions of 
what it was like if you want to dive more into our story, um, we'd love to share. But yeah. overall, we just hope that this was encouraging, um, that it was insightful, that it gave you some good tips and tricks on, you know, pros and cons lists, journaling, reflecting on, you know, God's confirmations and not forcing things and not letting mm-hmm. people's fears um, influence or maybe, you know, take you off the path that you think God has you on. Um, just be true to yourself, like give yourself grace in the process. If you're going through a change, um, lean in on your friends, um, that you can trust, um, and just, just get out there and and take risks. And if you fail, it's all good. Just get up and try again. And life, life's beautiful. I think when you take risks. Yes, I agree. Like surround, I think also something is surrounding yourself with people that will support you, who will pray for you, mm-hmm. who will hold your yes. hand through it. I mean, oh my gosh, yes. If I didn't have you, it would have been really, really hard. Yeah, we yeah. both were praying for each other. We were both yes. were holding each other's hand from afar, and yeah, and sending each other confirmations. Like yes, yes, like, yes. like again, birthing. That was like yes. think, our word. Even sending each other like little devotionals that we would do yes. in the morning. I'd be like, hey, I just saw this. I think it would resonate with you. Mm-hmm. Having those groups of people around you and those that don't think that you're doing the right thing, even, even though you know that you've gotten confirmation from God, you know, respectfully, you could just be like, Hey, I've felt confirmation from God. I know this sounds crazy. I totally get it, you know, but this is something I just got to do and not everyone will understand and that's okay. And, you know, you just got to walk in what you believe, what has been told to you and Mm -hmm. just surround yourself with those people that are going to uplift you and, pray with you and just be by your side and not leave you because you're doing something scary. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess this, this, I just hope this is encouraging for everyone who is wanting to take a jump, whether, I mean, maybe it's not going to a different state, but maybe it's just moving going to a a new school or or going to a new school, going to a new job, something simple. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, life change in general is really hard and I think with mm-hmm. any life change, there's always some grief and there's always some happiness, but yes. we can all hold both. Yes, exactly. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to our second episode. Cheers. Um, it was so fun spilling the champagne with you guys. Please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Pink Champagne Combos Podcast. Again, DM us. We're here. Um, hit that subscribe button. Um, and if you also want to leave us a review, that would be super helpful. Um, But yeah, thanks guys. Till next time. Thank you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye.